Hello, welcome to another episode of Building Wealth Now. Today we're going to talk about something that I'm sure a lot of you have read out there. But for those of you who have not, what I'm about to teach you is super, super important. It is something called the cash flow quadrant. And we need to understand the cash flow quadrant. If you want to dominate your finances, understanding this cash flow quadrant is king. So my name is Jason Kokenzie. I am the host of Building Wealth Now. And we're going to take some time today to go through the cash flow quadrant to help you understand uh, the difference in the cash flow quadrant. But most importantly, uh, knock out some of the biggest concepts that are misunderstood and help you out with that. So the cash flow quadrant, think about a, a cross. And then every section, there's four quadrants on the cross, right? Or maybe you could think of a T or something to that degree. There are four quadrants. On the left-hand side of the quadrant, you have the top left quadrant, the top or bottom left quadrant. And then on the right-hand side, you have the top right and then obviously the bottom right. The left-hand side, the two on the left-hand side, are what we would say are in the linear income model. And the right are in the uh, residual income model. Okay, now... We've already talked a lot about linear and residual. Obviously, the goal is to get you from the linear to residual income side, but we need to understand, or people need to understand, uh, again, I'm assuming you're listening to this uh, broadcast because at the end of the day, you want to change your financial outcome. And one of the biggest things that you need to do in order to change your financial income is understand, first of all, what linear and residual income is, but also this cash flow quadrant. So... On the top left part of the quadrant, in the linear income side, we have what we know is the employee. Well, what in the world is the employee? An employee is someone who has a job. Okay, they trade time for money, and ultimately they are building other people's dreams. There's very little room to have a true financial success, very little room to have retirement. And the majority of the world is in this category. Now, going along with that, it is important for this person to understand that in the employee world, the employees give you just enough money to keep you there, and just uh, you know, just enough money to keep you there, but they 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 don't pay you enough to get you comfortable. Okay, and that's kind of the scenario. Then you have the bottom quadrant, the bottom left-hand quadrant, the linear side. And this is probably the most confused quadrant. Because a lot of this quadrant here thinks that they are actually in the residual income quadrant. Now, they can be. They can be, but they need to understand something. That bottom left-hand quadrant, quadrant excuse me, is called the self-employed quadrant. See, a lot of times these self-recorded, or the self-employed quadrant... They often think that they own a business, but you know what? They don't own a business, but what they do is they own a job. Or what they even would often say is the job owns them. And this is important to understand. What is the difference between a self-employed 
person in a business because the self-employed person does not own a business. In fact, that's the last thing that they own. They don't own a business. They own a job. And if they don't show up to the job or they don't show up to their business or whatever the case may be, then they, in all reality, don't make money. If you are a hairstylist, you might think that you own a business, but let's just be real about it for a second. Your client's hair is not going to get done if you don't show up. If you own a landscaping company and you don't go and cut the grass, guess what? You're not going to get paid. If you have a house to be painted and you don't show up, the house won't be painted. You get where I'm coming from. See, a lot of times people say, well, I own a business, but in all reality, they don't own a business. They own a job. And if they don't show up, then they have nothing. It is not an inheritable asset. In fact, being a self-employed is not an asset at all because your linear income, you can't give it to your children. You can't. Now, you might be able to get a client list, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, those children still have to show up to work. And who knows whether they actually want that quote-unquote business at all. Maybe your kids hate landscaping. Maybe your kids hate cutting hair. Maybe your kids don't want to paint houses. See where we're coming from? It's important for you to understand that a self-employed business is not really a business at all. And your kids may not even want to have anything to do with it. So, we need to help you understand that, yes, a self-employed business can become a true business. But a lot of people don't take their self-employed business to be a business because at the end of the day, they don't want to have to do the sacrifice in order to make their self-employed business a business. So what makes a business really a business? And it's very simple. A business owns a system. That's it. They own a system. So my trivia for you today is, what is McDonald's business? Do you answer? If you said burgers and fries, that is not the case. McDonald's business is not burgers, fry, burgers and fries. McDonald's system is burgers and fries, but their business is real estate. They own more real estate than any other person or company in the world. That's right. And when was the last time you saw a McDonald's on a bad location? I'm not saying they don't exist, but few and far between. But how do you make a piece of land make money? Well, you've got to develop a system that does it. So they want as much property as they possibly can. And when they take that property, then they put a burger stand on there. Then that's where their money comes from. But here's the thing. A lot of people go in the burger business. Probably tens of thousands of people say, you know what? I can make a better burger than McDonald's. And you know what? They're absolutely 100% right. It's not too hard to make a better burger than McDonald's. But when you think the burger is the business and you go in the burger business with thinking that model, they're going to lose. And it's happened numerous, 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 numerous times. Numerous times. So, the system is burgers, but the business is real estate. Any true business owns a system. 
And in most scenarios, it typically looks like a franchise concept like McDonald's would be. When you can own a system, you have a legitimate business. Because a system ultimately means there is something that can be self-running. Something that can be done once and potentially never have to be done again. That is a system. And that indeed is business. And that indeed produces residual income. Now think about this. You go to the car wash. You build the car wash. You have cars rolling in there. Car after car after car. What is that? That is a system. You have a parking lot in downtown right next to a baseball stadium. And you have people come in there and they pay to park and you don't even have an attendant. You have a computer, a machine that takes the credit cards and they swipe it and you get paid ridiculous amounts of money. And all you do is own the ground. See, that's a system. You own storage units. Storage units are a system. People come, pay month after month to store their worthless junk. There's so many avenues of residual income and systems out there. You just have to change your thinking. Quit thinking the self-employed world gives you that time and financial freedom. It may give you a little extra time and it may give you a little extra freedom, but it is not an inheritable asset to the same concept of, say, a McDonald's or a storage unit or a parking lot or whatever the case might be. So it's important for you all to understand that. So the top right quadrant obviously is the business. It's a system. You get residual income. And then on the bottom right, we have the last quadrant, which is also a residual quadrant. And that is called, that is called the investor quadrant. Now, I'm not going to talk a lot about this investor quadrant. Why? Well, because it is a very challenging quadrant. And Frankly, I don't even know where to begin with it. Not that I don't invest, I do. Uh, but to just give a quick blip into give you information as far as investing is kind of a challenge. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, even multimillionaires fail at investing. Investing takes a lot of time, a lot of effort to truly understand what investing is my suggestion is that if you truly want to build wealth now don't look necessarily towards the investment quadrant look towards the business quadrant owning a system because the ability that you have to build a system gives you a substantially higher rate of return in a quicker fashion than what investing in the time and effort that you put into it. Now, you certainly can do both. Don't get me wrong. And I know there's going to be people who jump all over me and say, wow, you know, you got to invest in this, this, and this. Look, I understand that there are investments that you can make substantial large amounts of money. I'm not arguing with that at all. I know people who have. Ultimately, today's concept is just to help you get the understanding of how to move from the left side of this cash flow quadrant to the right hand side of the cash flow quadrant. But if you think that you've got an asset in your job and or your self-employed job, you are wrong. 
My job is not transferable to anybody. And neither is my self-employed business. So hopefully this will change your thinking a little bit. Again, I know there's out some of you out there who've heard this, and that's okay. But where do you lie on the cash flow quadrant? If you're not doing anything on the right-hand side, you are going to end up broke, and you are going to end up dying working. So it's important to understand what you can do. Okay, it's important you understand that. So what quadrant are you in? What movements are you making in order to get to the right-hand quadrant? Hope that's some help to you today. My name is Jason Kokenzie. This is Building Wealth Now. You have a phenomenal rest of the day. Have a great weekend, and we'll chat with you soon.